Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to stop wasting time and mental energy, ruminating over useless feedback. In other words, how to keep criticism from stinging. First, I wanna say that constructive feedback is a real gift. Someone can be mean and nasty, but if that person gives you practical suggestions for how to improve something that matters to you, you're best off thanking the person. You don't have to be friends, but you can be grateful. That said, not all feedback is constructive. I was thinking of this recently when I got a letter from a before-breakfast listener who leads a church. This minister lost a close family member shortly before Christmas. It was too late to find someone else to lead all the holiday services, so the minister did so while deep in grief. Then she received a note from a parishioner who knew about the death, saying that her holiday preaching was subpar. Ouch. In this situation, the listener knew that this criticism wasn't really fair. But as she ruminated about it, she wondered, looking forward, if there was a way to spend less mental energy worrying about such criticism. I think this is a good goal, but not just for criticism. We should also spend less mental energy seeking out unhelpful praise. Over the years, I've had a number of people read my books before publication to see if they flag issues that I can't see. I always tell them that, I love it, and I hate it, are equally unhelpful, even if, as a human being, I vastly prefer hearing the former. Instead, I want to know things like, I stopped reading in the middle of chapter two because these points seemed repetitive. That's good to know. We can contort ourselves too much to seek out praise, just as we can make short-sighted moves to avoid criticism. Better to decouple our self-esteem from both. Instead, I think that unhelpful criticism or praise can best be kept in context by drowning it with a high volume of helpful feedback. The more feedback you get, the more you can see that not everyone thinks X, but a lot of people do think Y, which you hadn't even considered. You can evaluate all of it without assigning too much weight to any one bit of it. You can see which feedback resonates most strongly with you and figure out a way to deal with critical feedback in a way that feels authentic. In the minister's case, I suggested identifying a handful of thoughtful church members who could commit to providing feedback on her sermons every week. I also suggested inviting some skilled retired preachers to visit her church frequently and provide feedback as well. The higher the volume, the more the random feedback from grumpy people can be taken for what it is. If you find yourself thinking for days about unhelpful criticism, you might think about how you can increase the volume of feedback you receive as well. Can you show your work to a handful of colleagues? Can you enlist a few mentors to provide advice? If you do public speaking, can you try out new material in front of smaller audiences? 
the goal is to have your feedback be somewhat like receiving a gift basket. If someone gave you a box of chocolate-covered cherries as a gift and you hated chocolate-covered cherries, well, you might be a little bit miffed. But when the cherries are packaged with popcorn, fancy cheeses, crackers, truffles, cookies, and a bottle of wine, well, no big deal. You can find other things that you'd find worthwhile in there. So it's all good. How do you keep unhelpful negative feedback in check? You can let me know at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.